yo, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It is the Grown Man-ish Podcast. I'm with my brother. It's your boy, Bowtie Fret, 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 Fresh. <laughs> what's going on, down, man? Man, dog, we sitting there just talking about, before we got on, talking about the, the greatness of 3-6 Mafia. I mean, one of these episodes, we're going to have to do a really deep dive into the 3-6 Mafia and family discography, man. Yeah, man. That's such a huge impact. Influence, man. Yes, like, sir. Told, basically, the only music now, sonically, is based off 3-6 Mafia music. Yeah. That's, that's Absolutely, man. I, I I don't think that I don't think that people realize that, like you said, the impact and the influence that their music has had, man. Like it's 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 crazy. All right, so let me ask you a question. You know, your oldest son's in sixth grade, right? Yes, sir. Would you let him listen to Three Six Mile? I feel like we when we listen to it at that age. No. <laughs> <laughs> now I see why my folks no. didn't want to listen to it, man. Yeah. I go back and some Project Pat. I said, oh, this is a damn. Hey, yeah, <laughs> on the wrong hole, booty hole, wrong hole, booty hole for an hour. <laughs> talking about the murders <laughs> and the, the illicit cocaine use, killing people. Oh, man. Yeah, buddy. I, 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 the shit that I listen to, us listening, me and you, you and I listening to Pat and, and, and Juice Nim in sixth or seventh grade. Nah, bro. Hey, I could this nigga the illness of slob yeah. on my knob and all the questions he would ask for you. Right, right. Especially your younger son. That's the one we come with the with the with these uh, grandiose statements and questions. You'd yeah, have to have a whole true. deep a uh, deep dive with him. This is true. It he he would it would have to be a whole dissertation, just yeah. completely breaking it down. After your Easter yeah. story, dog, on the you'd have to really bring the little homie, you know, little bring the homie into something, man. Oh, bro. Man, when he when he said when he said he said Jesus was in the gulag and he just flexed on him, I'm like, oh, bro. Yeah. Like I, I I had that moment where I'm like, ah, oh, I, I have failed. I have failed as a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was sister? What was sister Allen to think yeah, of you, man? man? Oh, sister <laughs> Allen would have put me out the daggone vacation Bible school and everything. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shout out, to, shout, out, shout out to Sister but She never really liked us anyway. Yeah, yeah we were kind of vagrants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty hey, much. man. But, uh, oh, but I got something funny before we get into something like somewhat serious, man. So I was talking to my fiance the other day. So, she, you know, we, you know, we're doing the whole co-parenting thing. So she was like, you know, the kid, she was just like, you know, the DMX, did he create who let the dogs out? <sighs> Oh, no. <laughs> you know, but I have to think she's 13, so how was she yeah. doing about DMX? But then, speaking of that, man, like all jokes is like, rest in power, DMX. Bruh, rest in power to the dog. Yeah. Real, man. And again, another another cat that had, like, a huge impact. Man, like, when dog first came out, like, bruh, it was like, it, it was almost like he took over. Yeah, you know it's just saying? he had like an aura, a aura of this. You didn't you know, like. Let me think. Think about it now. We like damn near forty now. Think about DMX. I I started knowing about him like ninety seven. All right. Yeah. Ninety seven. Yeah. Yo, my man had grown niggas barking. Right. Right. <laughs> like barking. <laughs> like you know. Like, like 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 you like you are an actual pit bull barking. Yeah. Like, I, I remember I remember cats like a little bit older than us and, and like full grown men like thirty year old niggas when you and I again ninety six ninety seven. Like like barking barking, you know what I'm saying? Like for like, I, I I saw cats with the daggone denim jeans with one leg rolled up with a bandana tied around the yeah. cat. Like like dude had a hell of a damn impact, man. And then you go Looking back, like a Grand Theft Auto character. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, and then you look at some of the, the the music influence. You know, he obviously like in culture culturally or not, but look at what he did and and kind of like 
boosted the the biker motorcycle you know dirt bike ride like that influence that he had in the black community you know what i mean i'm not saying that it wasn't there but i'm just saying it was like at, at the forefront you know what i'm saying like it, it was crazy crazy bro well, definitely a- definitely shout out and, and respect to the dog rest in power i mean he, he impacted a lot of folks lives man like one of the first cats first cat for me even I'm, I'm sure may or may not be one of the first but first cat for me that i remember like praying on your album, like praying yeah. over your songs, praying over your album. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for me, that was like, well, dang, okay. Like yeah, man, he was like he, a t- he, he tortured did. spirit, man. Like he, yeah. if he wouldn't have been, I think you know, we and the, there's so much been talking about his addiction and the way he was addicted was such a horrible thing, man. Somebody giving him some weed laced with crack and not telling him. But man, he was like a torture. So even that concert we went to, yo, my man, he's, he comes out, he comes out of a cage, like like literally a pit bull, and he, you know, hollering and screaming. We hollering and screaming. Then he start playing at the end of the show and like go breaks into tears. Like that's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Mike J, can you still hear me? Yeah, I'm I'm back, man. Can you hear me now? Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. So anyway, sorry, man, sorry about that, folks. Yeah, it's internet is tripping. Damn Zoom. Anyway, like I was saying, man, I've seen, we've both seen DMX in concert. Two of our biggest moments of our teen years were the DMX. The first yeah. moment, you know what I'm saying, boy like me, got the, got the little, got had the 87 Cavalier, you know what I'm saying? You know, I accidentally bumped somebody in the parking lot, you know, I had to skedaddle <laughs> up out of there because I couldn't tell my folks Rough Riders Anthem was going on, so I was, you know, zooming up German Church Road, bumping Rough Riders Anthem with my, with my nigga Bowtie Fresh in, 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 a, in a passion seat, man. Yeah, man, I remember, I remember that like it was yesterday. This nigga, yeah. this nigga bumped the car and was like, oh shit. Yeah. We didn't and, and cut it out. out. <laughs> and cut out. <laughs> you oh, know man. oh my God, that's like 20 years ago. Yes, sir. That's the longer than man. that. And then we had the hey, hey man, hey, you gotta talk, you gotta tell them about the daggone Rough Rider Cash Money concert, brother. Yeah, that was just still that's my that favorite concert I've been Iconic to. concert, man. My yeah. God. Yeah, just to see either, you know, the locks fresh off bad boy. Be able to see, you know, saying cash money do their thing, and then DMX yeah. take them, take them on home. Hey man, that I, I mean, I remember that was the first time I had heard drag on. I'm like, yeah. where did this cat come from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah somebody was just they was talking about they thought drag on was next, and they was saying, but Monty Jones was like, why? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But down bottom was the shit. I remember buying the Rough Riders compilation. Yeah. Yes, the young sir. people who listen to the show, that's when us people had to buy what they call CDs and albums. CDs, <laughs> the compact disc. Yeah. <laughs> and if you didn't, if you didn't have it, and if you didn't have a good stereo system in your car or your disman, then that mode would get scratched up instantly. That mode would get scratched something terrible. You daggone yeah. right. That's yeah. on some, some, certain albums you had to buy two copies. I remember I, I bought two copies of Ghetto D. <laughs> that's the first album that I had bought two copies of. That's when I had my ride. I was like, man, this bad boy's getting scratched up something yeah, terrible. Yeah. Cause ain't nothing worse. You great hit a hit their song and it or start yeah. clicking or something like that. Or it must say this will read. And that mug just automatically eject on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, nigga, take this back. Yeah, man. Yeah, you had to stop, you had to stop like Ray, Ray, you know, beat the block up. All of a sudden that shit happened. You're like, ah. Yeah, and then take this, take everything out, man. Shout out to our Ro James moment too. When we were riding in the car with him, we had the music blast and police told us to cut it down in oh, front yeah. of all the women. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. I remember that. 
Well, ain't this about nothing, nigga. Hey, that's when he had the black Pontiac, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Third. Yeah. <laughs> shout, wasn't out the, to, shout out to the fam, bro. And wasn't, wasn't that wasn't that death trap Cadillac? It wasn't gonna get, get me killed in that mug. Oh, yeah. That it's nigga was the worst driver. The worst yeah. driver God created. Yeah, yeah. Facts yeah. about that, man. So, man, I know you. I know you a big East Coast cat, man. So we, I, I got to ask you, man. What's your favorite X song, bro? Oh, that's that's a tough one, man. Oh, 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 let me let me ask you this. Instead of a favorite X song, like, give me your top three X songs, like for you. Uh, for me, um, one of them is uh, slipping niggas and start or something. My niggas, uh, Rough Riders anthem. It's so many of them, man. I can't say this one. This really depends on the mood. And if I yeah. want to get into my like sick bag, when X got on the highs are going down. Yo, just listen to them lyrics, man. <laughs> X <Yeah>. took <laughs> X took X took her, her from her nigga. <laughs> Had her running drugs, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Threatening, had her talking bad about that. And he was kind of like dirty Mac, and then still talking that nigga bad. <laughs> they sent her on the way, yeah. Yo, even his first lyrics, man, you know, look like eleven with curls. I was like, oh man, it's kind of sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, man, you know, like X, they were talking about X's discography. The first two are classic. The third one was really good. As you get to album four and five, it kind of was missing with me, man. But you know, I didn't like. You know, you know what? I didn't mind Grand Champ, man. Like I like, I I, I like that album. Yeah, the, I, I like, think that was the fifth album. I think. Yeah, because I think the Great Depression was four. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. It's dark and hell on high. It was flesh in my flesh. Flesh. And there was X, uh, Great Depression, and, and Grand Champ. Grand Champ. Yeah. Yeah. He got a strong. Um, he got a strong. I mean, feel like that, man. He, you know, if he'd have went to the verses, you know, thank God he would ever get his flowers. But, but exactly. if he would have sit back, man, and went to the verses, man, against anybody else but Snoop, it'd have been a long night. Yeah. But uh, you know, is this Snoop just had too much for him, man? Oh yeah, Snoop had Snoop got way too much, man. But speaking, I think for, I think for me, man, I, slipping was definitely one of my favorite X songs. Uh, Dogs out from the Grand Chap album. That's my joint right there. I mean, the dog is out. Ar, 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 ar. <laughs> that that beat was killer for me, but that was one of my joints. And then I think I really got to go back to get at me, dog, man. Yeah, like that 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 cut right there, like it just it just gets you going to move you. Obviously, yeah, a lot many of the songs that you just named, like some of my favorites too. But I think those are the top three for me, man. Yeah, I also, man, we used to mean like his features, man, doing that. He was so damn. He was smoking everything, like four, three, two, one. Uh, money cash hoes. He smoked. Yeah. Uh, he smoked like money, it. power, and respect. He smoked. I, I shut him down. Power, I was gonna say Onyx. money, power, respect, and then you have uh, you, I, I even liked his verse on uh, uh, touch it with Buster Rhymes. Yeah, X the monster. Yeah, man. Yeah, you'll never. We'll never have another DMX in the culture, man. Nah, like I mean, even, even like the way he parented, it, they showed. Did you see the video? He had it. He was on a slingshot ride with his daughter. Oh yeah, and he yeah, talks yeah. like he raps. Yeah, <laughs> that is gonna be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is oh, here. Yeah. That is here. That he's always gonna be here. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like it, you know, man. I, I was. It's a sad occasion because you know we grew up with DMX. Now he was like a lot. He was like ten years older than us. Man, eleven years, yeah. honestly. But uh, yeah, it's just, but it's it's just a difference, I man. You see, like people you thought was like invincible. If you exactly. told me at sixteen that DMX would live to fifty, I was like. But then again, I'd have thought I'd have thought thirty, and I was sixteen was the oldest nigga in the world. Right, but, right. Uh, 
Yeah, man. I, I, to your point, man, like DMX was always that cat. It was like, man, ain't nobody gonna run up on DMX. No. He's been stabbed you with a spoon and bitch you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like the dogs do you <laughs> like that. Like, this is, there's no, there been never been another DMX. Like, okay. never. Like, the way he, his music, his aura, the way he rapped, the way he talked. Yeah. Like, you know, even like being open about addiction and all that type of stuff, man. Open about addiction, open about his spirituality. Yeah, open, you know, everything. Like yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so man, definitely, like man. Said, it hurt though. It, oh, it yeah. hurt. Point like we grew up. You and I grew up with X. Yeah, you know like two of our most famous teenage moments are to DMX. Yeah. One at a to a song, another one to concert. Yeah. Like that, we'll remember that from the, to the day that we both go to the grave. And speaking of that, I want to be buried at Temple 18. <laughs> but that's oh, another shit. that's another conversation. <laughs> that's our old you, church. <laughs> you, can't, you can't call them Temple 18 no more. Oh, Cause some backlash. Hey, <laughs> um, hey whatever. <laughs> I'll put it in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not, not the heavy quote. Air yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. MCWFF. But yeah. I know, right? <laughs> hey, man. But also on a positive note, man, shout out to Tashira Jones, man. She is the first black woman mayor of St. Louis, Missouri, man. So yes, that's super dope. super dope. Black super dope. excellence. All yes. day, all day, sure. all day. Love to, love to see it. Love to see it. I definitely think she can. she's going to be able to have some impact on that city. I know, I know the city of St. Louis gets a bad rap, just like a few other cities, you know, you know, crime and this, that, and the third. And, you know, there's always a lot of stuff going on. And uh in missouri but i think that i think that having the first black woman there i think is going to do some things but people are going to be able to rally around her so definitely big shout out to her and prayers up that she can have the impact that the city needs man no doubt man so let's jump into politics real quick man have you been following this matt gates story uh off and on off and on yo my man gay allegedly you know it's they you know they ran his information from Venmo. <laughs> we gave nine hundred dollars to his to his man who's an accused sex trafficker for an underage girl. And you still up in Congress? Vile, bruh. If he Vile. was black, he'd have been arrested. He would have been. He would have been about the damn. Punk. Yeah, out of here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So I just like you know yeah, like yeah. I ain't trying to get on my high horse, but. You, the other party, got some wild people. You had like uh, the lady in Georgia was saying the wildflowers were started by allegedly Jewish uh, lasers. Right. I mean, yeah, some wild people on yeah, that yeah, side. I, I was gonna say it's, it's some wild folks. Hell, they they former they former leader was one of the wildest. Oh yeah, he got <laughs> he got it. He got on. He got off the channel Mar at Mar a Lago the other day talking about Mitch McConnell. Talking, yeah, <laughs> he talking about he should have said he should apologize. He should have gave him thanks for giving his wife a job, and he wasn't strong. <laughs> he wasn't strong a uh, leader. He called Ben little Ben sassy a loser. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, he he's giving it. it he he giving it up nasty. Bag. Yeah, he's giving he it up nasty at Mar a Lago. Hey, yeah, hey, he, he said, "He said I'm back, baby. 2024, I'm coming back, baby." Yeah, <laughs> uh, yo, but that black woman in New York is waiting on that ass. Like what they say on Friday, on your ass, Mister Postman. <laughs> <laughs> she is ready. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just so uh, y'all just keep watching that between the like the voter stuff, the rights going on in all these Republican states, and that's what's trying to bring that to Indiana too. But we'll get into that in further episodes to get fleshed out more. About yeah. the different IDs and numbers and all that type of stuff, but I mean, it just goes to show you, man. Like, like it, it, certain things in our society will will not change. Like no. to your to your point, Matt Gates would have been up out of here. Out of here, there would have been a whole expose. There would have been criminal charges. There would have been people coming out of the damn woodwork 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was a situation. But uh, and then that like the voicemail he called was weird when he called that Democratic. I think she was in the house. He him and his dude was calling. They sound like some they sound like some sickos. Then yeah. my man was out here. Well, he my man. Then this this guy was out here like showing like pictures in Congress of women he he you know has allegedly had sex with like naked right. pictures. Are right. you in the House of Representatives? Like, I guess, man, it's just disgusting, man. For you, a certain type of character, man. I mean, man. not 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 on, not only are you talking about some or, or, or allegedly linked to some sex trafficker, nigga. That that's that's heinous in itself. Yeah, You're talking about some underage girls, you 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 need to you need to be <laughs> dealt with in the proper way, and this ain't yeah. the proper way. That's all I'm gonna say. Like you you a sigma foe. Oh yeah. Hey man, as we switch topics, man, because I was gonna get into the to the mayo, man, but I kind of skipped it because I got personal with me and a and a certain business I'm dealing with in Indianapolis. Hey, you hear Der- Derek Jackson and Cameron going back at it? No, hey I man, this. so you know Derek, so 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 Derek Jackson made a post about DMX and Cameron was like he never was nothing with a fake nigga like you, blah blah blah, and ain't even his character. So Derek Jackson responded. Big homie, you acting like I cheated on you. This ain't the type of event to use your voice that you hurt your feelings about me. Respect his brother's legacy and his family more than you're doing right now. Oh, now, and then you know Cameron is like you know the pettiest of the petty. You know he's on a he is on a on a on Mount Pettymore with myself, Fifty Cent, and we'll find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> we live a different type of code in life. Once you you know once you do something to me, it's it's death forever. Here goes Cam. Oh yeah, KD, KD's on there too. The way he was talking about Michael Rappaport was crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> spit in a man's face and calling him a cocksucker. KD cussed like a 1989 white white man. <laughs> Yo, KD's wild. Hey man, KD was a wild boy. Yeah, like yeah, like you gonna spit in somebody's face and, and try to fight him outside of a steakhouse? <laughs> Nigga, you like seven one. If it might see KD number one, they gonna run up on you. Come on, can we have an autograph? What do you see, tall ass KD trying to fight somebody with them big ass boat shoes? Goddamn Texas Roadhouse gangster. Yeah, man, I would laugh my ass off if I seen KD waiting to catch the fade with somebody. <laughs> like nigga, oh, should you be shooting a jumper? Hey, man. <laughs> So, so, so did Cam respond back? Oh, yeah, he responded, him? man. So he said, Derek Jackson, you should have never, never tried to talk crazy when me and my ex broke up. Our time was up. I ain't get caught cheating, lying, et cetera. You the biggest cloud chase I've seen, nigga. You only seen this post because the shade room posted. You're going to have to find a new gig. So I'm going to keep reminding niggas what you are about. Somebody should have told you how to play, my nigga. <laughs> and oh, fuck out of here with the man's legacy. Shit, you don't <laughs> care. you just looking for something to post so people don't mind you with a fat nigga you are, Waldo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, not Waldo. <laughs> he, uh, he, said, he, said, he said before, man, he looked like Waldo from uh, Family Matters. Man. I can't get it out of my, my head now. <laughs> God damn, nigga. Yeah, Waldo, Waldo, Waldo. Yeah, man. That was a wild boy. Hey, Damn. Man. Ooh, like, come on, Derek Jackson. Like, you need he's, to just go ahead. You need to go ahead and sit a lot. He's already out. like a sucker, hey. man. We talked about him the last time. He he need to watch out for his smoke with John Gray. John was oh. a John. That nigga was hot. John gonna get off that damn grill, making making food for his his fifth side chick, and he gonna get in his ass. Shit, nigga. You, so you saying that John Gray and DMX gonna be, <laughs> yeah, or not John Gray, but John John Gray and KD gonna be hiding outside of steakhouses? Hey, <laughs> in the catch, catch steak, catch steak, <laughs> JG with a plate, right? Plus JG's like, oh, let me, <laughs> hey, let me go get my side chick a, a nice, you know, tomahawk ribeye. I'm gonna bring my wife and family some McDonald's. I'll be right oh, back. <laughs> <laughs> JG's out here living. 
Hey, man, so let's get to the Twizzler, bro. And I know you saw this, man, them damn cops. In re- or, or, oh, first of all, before we get to the cops, man, did you hear about, J- I think his name is Javion Rodriguez? Yeah, yeah, I seen that. So how stupid can you be? How are you just going to threaten somebody, an undercover cop, <laughs> and then you get y'all these, like, tell me you going to, like, cut them in the face and put them in the graveyard and everything, and then they get you right. locked up for hate crimes. So they asked for a comment from a, my man that said your mother. <laughs> is 35 years old <laughs> waste waste yeah. of flesh so now you're gonna sit your ass in jail because they ain't they gonna make an example out of you i was gonna say they're about to make an example out of him something terrible which they should oh but yeah that's just stupid hey man but the real hey, 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 look over his shoulder when he in the in the prison system for the damn chinese triad yeah that I'm, not try, I'm not even trying to be funny yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being dead damn serious. Right? Hey, for people that don't know, the prison system is is very race oriented and race. Oh based. yeah. You fuck with oh, money, they, you fuck with some money person. on your head. Oh, exactly. I was gonna say it, it, it's, it's gonna be so. That's me making that comment. That that wasn't a funny joke type comment. I'm telling y'all that they gonna be on his ass. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they and they need to be. Yeah, because they know what you do in jail. Because everybody mm-hmm. has the paperwork parties, and if you lie about it, they are gonna find out. Exactly. But man, so go ahead and get his dude the Twizzler, man. Oh, he can go. He can go ahead and get that ignorant Twizzler. That that daggone stale boy that's been on the shelf at, excuse me, Great Value Walmart for a little while. He don't even get the Twizzler brand. He get that old stale off brand one. Yes. Yeah. All right, man. So our second one, man, goes out to these Virginia cops to pull the guns and pepper spray. Active military member uh, Karan Nazaro. That video, man, it I, I, I was just like, yo, we already dealing with the stuff with the George Floyd, you know, his killer, you know, being on trial. But then seeing this, it's like it could have went so bad so quick. Exactly. Man, like you you want to pull a gun on somebody over a traffic stop? Exactly. And not and not only that, and I'm not I'm not saying anything about just because he was an active duty military or or it, it had on had on his uniform, none of that type of stuff. That was that was added. But the fact that you're doing this to somebody, ridiculous. Now, the man is in uniform, obviously not posing no threat, obviously not doing anything, and you still do it, and these will be the same punk-ass cops and punk-ass Blue Lives Matter and all these other people, patriot, fake-ass patriots and all that type of stuff that, oh, it's about our military. Oh, respect our country and our military. When you got an individual, excuse me, you got an individual like Mr. Nazario that is in the military, Put his life on the line for this country, defending this country, representing this country. So where is all your fucking patriotism at right now? Where is all where is all your patriotism? It's about the troops, support the troops, and blah, all that bullshit that they be that certain individuals be spewing when it's convenient for them when they don't want to talk about race relations. This is a perfect example. So who the fuck you gonna support now? You gonna support your troop? You gonna support your your military personnel? Or you gonna support these fuck ass, pink ass, punk ass, coward ass cops that that done this to this man? Man, that yeah. shit pissed me off. I had to turn it off midway through because I was so daggone heated. Yeah, I was definitely triggered, man. But uh, just so, like I said, I'm just glad. I mean, it's, it's sad to say I'm just glad the brother came out alive. Exactly. That's, I mean, it, this shows the low bar we live in society as being black people, you know, people of color. I think he was like, I think he was also Latino, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just using that with space. That, that's just like, that's just, that's just like, yo, it's just like, the high bars, like you know, you thinking back in the day, I got away, I ain't get no ticket. But you know, now it's like, yo, man, I came out alive. Exactly. And, so, and that's that's terrible. 
Yeah. The fact that you're like, well, damn, I, I, at least I got to go home. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know what, if he ended up going, went to jail and the video was only a couple minutes long, but I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't know. Sad, man. Yeah. Sad. And so, you know, like I said, to me, it, it really pisses me off because of what I said earlier. You have all these individuals that like to say trigger words and like to try to put the military and patriotism and this, that, and the third at the forefront. And what about our troops and support yeah, our yeah. troops and God bless our troops. And oh, it's an American thing. And this is one of those individuals that y'all always talk about that had to go through the same damn thing. Yeah. So now what? So it's like the, just same, the same people who get mad at Kaepernick and elders for taking a damn knee, yeah. losing their yeah. damn, but the ones but they are almighty quiet when he when the guns pulled out on somebody and maced. Exactly. Oh, yeah, man. Some of these people just a damn trifling ass blue lives matter stale twizzle. They could sit and sit in that motherfucker and sit and spin. All right, man. So let's get to sports, man. All right. So, you know, we both are college basketball fans. I think I'm probably going to say I'm more than you are, but both of our, our favorite teams made coaching changes. So, <laughs> man, you know, so my team, North Carolina, you know, they are Roy Williams, Hall of Fame coach. He stepped down. Shout out to they, Roy Williams. All right, Davis. man. They hired Hubert Davis. He oh, you got going- to call, call him Hubie. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm calling nigga Hubert. <laughs> hey, it makes a Hubert went through his thing. He's giving stats about black coaches, blah, 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 and talking about all this stuff. Then my man Hubert says, I'm proud to be married to a white woman. Oh, that clip went viral. If you yeah. was Hubert, what do you think? Because I don't think he meant to say that. I think he was trying to say something else and just came out bad. But if you Hubert, that's going to live with you for the rest of your career. What oh, you, yeah. What do you think about if you Hubert? Like, to me, uh, I, I feel like you do. Like, I, I felt like he was trying to have a certain message come across about, you know, d- don't see race or anything like that. Or, Which is weird. The people like, say I feel they like he was trying see. to say something like that. Yeah. But for me, it came out of nowhere. Bro. Yeah. Like, it was like, literally, he's talking about black coaches and equity and equality and all this other type of stuff and, uh, in in his world. You know what I mean? In that, in that coaching, in that sports world. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, shout out to my white wife and blah, 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 blah. I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> where did this even come from? Like, no one's even talking about family and all that type of stuff. Like, this <laughs> this isn't the right press conference. <laughs> like, what the hell? So, like, I, I, it's one of the things that was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the angle was. I don't know necessarily how he, like, what he was trying to articulate. It was just, it was odd. It was random and it was awkward. Like, that's that's how I felt about it. Because I'm like, I'm with you across all sports, you know, college sports, professional sports or whatever. There's disproportionately not a lot of minorities in those in those spaces, either head coaches or, or you know, assistant head coaches or what have you. Like leadership not, and leadership, leadership, spaces. leadership. Yeah, let's, let's just say that leadership. leadership. And um, it's it's one of the things that was like, damn, Hubert, like, OK, you're at the, you, you got the moment and you, you're using the platform well. But then it was like, ah. He, he lets you know. He lets you know. Name's time proud. <laughs> and also, it reminds me of this. I remember I was in high school, man. We had a similar situation. So our assistant principal, which one day I saw him at the bar like last year. <laughs> anyway, so I'm at, so he was going to this thing for black men. He was like, you know, black men, we got to do better. You know, we, I'm, we're going to be leaders. We want y'all to take care of your, your you know, girlfriend. We were, you were in high school, your community. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, me and my wife. And this white woman comes in. Nigga, when I could say a pin drop, 
the pen <laughs> dropped. <laughs> I was like, all right. I mean, that's fine. Who you married is who you married, right? It's just like the transition one, dude. Yeah. Like, yo, this wasn't, that wasn't a real good time. You could have just that's said you married. Hubert let you know he's proud of a white woman, so she probably hooked him up with an unseasoned meal, a little extra mayo on the side, gave him a thin limb kiss and a thin smile, you know, put on some Wilson Phillips and had a great night. Oh, yeah, not the Wilson Phillips. <laughs> oh, no, nigga, not, not dropping to the knee. Not yeah. taking the knee to the Wilson Phillips. <laughs> Shout me out earlier, honey. Yeah, <laughs> this, I know, right? This bud's for you. <laughs> I know, right? Take it. I mean, but it's like, it's like you know, Mike J and I, we are – Marry who you want. Black, white, Asian, purple, green. Who cares? Like, whoever you love, that's who you love. Do you? I think it was just more so that, like, the moment. Yeah. Like, it wasn't It wasn't that type of moment. Not at all. It wasn't about it your wasn't, wife. It wasn't about your wife or the color of your wife or the color of your kids. And, like, it wasn't even about any of that. But you made it about that. Like, <laughs> like and can, and can we and can we have a real conversation real can we have a real conversation real quick? Yeah, absolutely. This is so Hubert. So so Hubert says that his kids are mixed. You know, in society, those kids are black. Black. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can say especially, that all you, you can no, but anything, anybody got a drop of black, they are black. They are black. Yep. In society. So you okay. can go around and say mixed side and third, they black, Hubert. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know. I just thought it was just like, it was just weird. So let's, I don't know. It was, man. Like when I say it was clear out of left field, bro, like I I remember sitting there watching it. I was, you know, the the commercial where the dogs go, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Like that's how I felt. Like what? Heber, Heber need to grow a beard or something. He need a mustache. You You can't sit back. Hold on. You can't sit back and make that comment and have a clean face. Hey, 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 man! He got hey, young, young Jock got a fake, got a fake beard the other day. Hubert need to get one. Did you see the? Did you see the fake Young Jock? I saw Young Jock with the fake beard. At least he don't have the fake beard and the just for me still in. Remember he had the damn just for me perm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was looking like somebody's dad. Somebody's dad on Auntie. Yeah, yeah, man. I was like, what in the world is going on, Young Jock? Like. What are you doing? He looked like see, he, he looked like a, he looked like an auntie that's been that's been twice divorced, and she out here and she out here going, you know, out here going to Piccadilly trying to get pick something up. Oh shit, nigga. <laughs> not, not, not the bad auntie on TikTok, <laughs> not, and not bad in a good way. Like yeah. say off of TikTok, like what do you? Yeah, doing? like I don't, do? I don't know, he, I don't know, man. He yeah, got, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah, have, you gotta have a beard probably, after that yeah. comment. <laughs> young Jock probably got the damn body shaper. Yeah, don't tell him. body shaper. Yeah. Trying to look like a baddie. But hey, man, but let me ask you this, man. So Arizona fired the coach. Probably fired him three years too late. You know, they've been, you know, they been accused of some heavy shit. Yo, how y'all gonna sit back and get and allegedly pay DeAndre Aiden all that money and still losing the first round? Man. Hey, man. man. <laughs> but you know I was pissed. I remember telling you how pissed I was. Like, oh, n- no, nah, nigga, I was getting the jokes off. Hey. <laughs> oh, I know you was. <laughs> Matter of fact, who else was getting the jokes off on you on Twitter? Who Ace? No, no, no. It was like a celebrity. I had to get in there to defend you. But you don't remember that? Yeah, I remember who it was. I had to jump in. I had to jump in there and defend you. I remember it was one of them celebrity, one of them celebrity basketball analysts, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I had to jump in there and defend you. I was like, I I could care less. I'm like, (laughs) you see, I wasn't really going back and forth. That shit's not like I don't I don't really care. But, I, I, but your man jumped right in. You got beef, I jump right in. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nigga to the grave <laughs> drop. Nigga to the casket drop, I mean. You know how we roll. Hey, man. So let me ask you this, man. When you, What player or moment made you become an Arizona fan? Because you're the only nigga I know who's an Arizona fan. 
I think what I think I always liked Arizona, but I will say what what solidified was their was that ninety seven run to the championship, and it wasn't even because they won the championship. Like I I was like heavy into basketball during that time, and I just liked the way like I liked the way they played with with Dickerson and, and Miles Simon and Eugene Eggerson and Jason Terry. Like it like was Debbie, like you know the bay. Hey, yeah, y'all did y'all did have the base backcourt Miles yeah. Simon and yeah. And, and then you have you had uh, Mike Dickerson playing the damn three, Eggerson at the five, uh, and what, what was it? Uh, Jared, uh, not Jared. Last name was what the hell was his name? He played the four. Uh, I forgot. Shit, I kind of forgot too. But it was that it was that group that like really solidified like me being like a like a zona like a true zona fan because I'm like man, these cats is hooping. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was just that moment, like watching them play throughout that season. Like I had watched them play before, but it was just that season that kind of solidified it for me, man. And I don't know, man. I just I just took to it. I really liked the way they 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 played basketball, the approach to basketball, like the system. And you know, at the at the time, you know, it was a pretty clean system. You know, we got some alleged things going on out there now that uh, not not so clean. And you know, shout out to Luke. Hall of Fame coach. Shout out yeah. to Lou Olson. Well, Lou ain't gonna hear it. Lou dead. I know. I know. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Shout out to Lou. Yeah. If Lou hear this, then uh, we definitely got some issues. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I man, remember so them that, with Khalid Reeves and uh, Damon Stoudemire. I remember them a little bit with yeah. they had Sean Elliott because you know, I, I, he, yeah. But I, I definitely when they came the '97 team, then the old one team was really good, and I rooted yeah. for them against Duke, and they lost. Shout out, shout, also, out to, shout out to North Central grad Jason Gardner, you know. The blind head assassin, S-curl down. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas in North Central had tongue rings and S-curls. And oh, they, damn, and they tongue rings. <laughs> hey, you remember, hey, you remember your man had his nipples pierced. Oh, I forgot about it. <laughs> oh, I was like, yo, these niggas are soft, man. That's why we used to laugh. Like, these niggas are soft, man. Those niggas had his nipples pierced, man. <laughs> it's like, kind of fucking nigga this? <laughs> I forgot about oh, man, that. That nigga had a, had a net hey, shirt this, on. I was like, yo, had, this shit got? <laughs> this nigga wore a damn net shirt with the nipple piercings out to the, dance, to the school dance. I remember that. Shit. I saw that. No, no, no. I saw that nigga again. I mean, you saw that nigga in the mall or something. Oh, I was like, oh, look shit. at this nigga. He was like, I know a nigga from North Central. Oh, that's how I know that nigga. <laughs> yeah. Man, I forgot all about that cat. Damn. Yeah, I don't remember his name and I'm like, and I wouldn't put it out there. But yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that name. I, I remember his name. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I guess for me, man, we can get off this. I guess like for me, I became a UNC fan. I remember them niggas had King Rice. Rick Fox, George. I mean, I remember them. Oh, like, yo, niggas like, yeah, I remember Rick Fox hit a shot to be Oklahoma for them to go to the Sweet 16. And I've been, that was like, I think 89 or something like that. Been hooked ever since. Ugh, excuse me. So, man, who's the most random from being a big USC fan, man? Random cast, man. I got to ask you, man. Like, where, where's your boy Adamola Okolaje at right now? Yeah, probably back in Germany. If I, if I know. Him and Dante Calabria, niggas could never hit the damn threes when you needed them. When they was up by 20, them niggas, you know, especially Calabria, he's cash. Okalaja, you know, he, he was okay. But, yeah, you know that. My boy, Maktar Jai. <laughs> man, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. You know, Serge Swicker. Yeah, I remember all of them, man. And, uh, like, I am a UNC fan. There ain't too many UNC players that I ain't going to be able to give you a story about, you know. You can just name man. one, and I'm going to have, I'm going to give you a little story. I mean, Arizona cat that I'm all, that I always wonder, like, man, what the hell happened? Like, you, you had the size and everything. Goddamn Lauren Woods. 
Oh, the nigga, the nigga looked like the buzzard uh, from that yeah. damn cartoon. I remember him being, I remember him being, uh, being at Wake Forest because he came in yeah. right after Tim Duncan. Yeah, but you know, this is different. You know, he was like a finesse guy, man. Different. It was a different time. And he tried to make it to the league during those times. Yeah, be like a man, physical man. guy. And he wasn't man, like a face up four. Man, you invite you inviting your boy Jahidi White to the barbecue. Oh, uh, that's Georgetown's finest. <laughs> it looked like he'd knock a nigga out. And also, man, did you know Victor Page? I don't know if he got killed, but they he got shot up uh I think yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, Victor Page. Yeah, I remember that Georgetown team, and they got a special now in the 96 draft I've been watching. What's that on? I missed this. Uh, I think it was on NBA TV. Yeah, they did they did like an eight-minute thing on Iverson. I think they got another one, but Monty Jones did on like on Steve Nash. Man, that 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 daggone draft class was so daggone honorary. Oh, hey. <laughs> Eddie! <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hit y'all, hit y'all, hit y'all with some of them late nineties, uh, the throwback slang on your honorary. <laughs> yeah, that's some Naptown shit right there, nigga saying honorary. <laughs> yes, sir. Naptown stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bunch man. Of, uh, bunch of castles on that fluckery too. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! One of my exes used to use that word real tough. <laughs> Oh man! More nap town shit for y'all. Yeah, all day, all day, all day, every day. Hey man, so I mean, you sent me a you sent me a text the other day. I'm gonna try to transition out of this and like about black masculinity. You sent me like a post. It was about DMX, and it was like from a a whole tepish somewhat Instagram account. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about black masculinity and like, and even yesterday on on uh, Saturday Night Live, Kid Cudi wore a dress uh, to do his performance. So, like, let me ask you this, like, because I think we're on the same page. It's like masculinity is like defined differently. You do whatever you want, right? I don't think I don't think either one of us are going to the hotel direction. But how do you define, like, in your own words, how do you describe like black masculinity? I don't know. See, for me, I think it's I think it's difficult. I shouldn't say difficult, but it's it's different from what you see in a lot of social media, like you said, some of the hotel community and just some of that that overt shit. But 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 Mike J knows me. I'm not about all that that dumb shit, that tough that tough Tony shit, that machismo. That uh, like, it's cool, it, it have it, but I mean, like, it's not something that is, is needed. I don't I don't have to prove that I'm a man or that I'm tough or that I'm hard. The only time I need to be hard is when I'm between some thighs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like oh. that's that's how I feel. But for me, like for as a black man, masculinity is being able to be authentic to who you are, meaning. If for me being a being a black man is being able to teach and show my sons how to be a man, that it's okay to have emotion, that it's okay to be able to provide for your family. And if you can't provide or can't provide for yourself or can't figure things out, knowing how to work your way through those things. Masculinity to for, for me is being okay and uh, enough and, and man enough to be like, this is some dumb shit. I'm not being sucked into this, whether somebody trying to you know, got something slick to say to 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 Mike to Mike Jay's point earlier about the 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 person with the Twitter comments. For me, that I say what I want to say. I'm not getting into a lot of back and forth with somebody over some dumb shit. Like that shit's beneath me. If it's meaningful to me, then we can have a conversation. But all that back and forth shit, like that 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 shit's not on my level. You know what I'm saying? So for me, masculinity is about being confident and authentic in who you are as a man or as a male or however you want to identify, but that's what masculinity is to me. I can, I can have emotion. I can have a down day. I can be depressed. I can be sad. 
I need to be able to also say to my sons or, you know, or children or whomever, man, I love you. I should be able to say to Mike J and, and the Ace and the Ripper and the Hammer, because them is my brothers. Man, I love y'all. And what people are really in a lot of social media and in our society today, people try to label things as a gay thing or a soft thing or whatever. No, that's to me, that's what masculinity is. That I am authentic to myself unapologetically. And I don't really care what anybody else thinks about it. Yeah, you put what it, about put your, it, what put about it perfectly, yourself? man. I will say similar things. And it takes, and it's also to me, masculinity isn't just one thing. It's like, like become a man, masculine and manhood is it aren't just like when like one day you just become a man. Right. It's it's a process. For me, it's about expressing like yo, something's bothering me. Or mm-hmm. ask or being man enough to ask for help. Because exactly. sometimes you can dig yourself into like, I got it, I got it, I got it. And you dug yourself into a twice bigger hole where you can just ask for help. Somebody could have gave you a little bit of assistance. You could have like, you know, got yourself out of there, man. It's right. to me, it's like the same thing you're saying, man. Being a man enough and confident enough in your abilities and yourself to be able to walk with your head up. You know, you take care of yourself. You take care of your family if you have one, your community, and being an asset. Right. Like who, like to me, masculinity, and I've matured past this, isn't defined by your sexuality. That's not right. Absolutely. I mean, we almost it's 40 not de- now, so not that's defined, not, not, yeah. defined by, not defined by your sexuality. It's not defined by a lot of a lot of this uh, adolescent thought behind certain things. When you hear people are like, oh, I, I'm not going to eat a banana. Like, I'm not going to put it in my mouth because it looks like a dick. I'm going to break it and then eat it. Like, get the fuck out of here. That, I ain't going to lie. I mean, to bring some levity to it, we used to have a dude that worked at UPS. Right? <laughs> Yo, my man, like, he, he lived a lifestyle, whatever. Yo, my man would throw the whole banana in his mouth right before the sort started, though. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, like, but it's, yo, I mean, but but the like, yo, you ain't even wash your hands. <laughs> you stuff going there, dog. <laughs> Take the damn banana and stuff in your damn mouth. Right. Damn. Right. I mean, like, but it, I mean, it's it's just silly things like that. All the silly things that that you and I have touched on, where we've seen people make tweets about, like, you know, on Twitter, and be like, ah, oh, I, I guess ordering a salad is gay now. Blah blah blah. blah. Or oh, I guess no, doing this and all, all that, all that dumb shit. And but but the thing is, you and I can sit here and be like, that's just something stupid. But there are so many people that get caught up into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also feel like to the point and again, I, I, to each his own. Live your life. Do what you do. Whatever. But for but for Bowtie Fresh, I even look at it from from the opposite side of things. When individuals are like, "Oh, masculinity is I am the man of the house, and my woman is not going to make more money than me, no, and my no, woman no. has to submit to me, my woman has to do this and has to do," that's not fucking masculinity. No. Like that 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 that's some ignorant shit. I wish my woman did make twice as much money as I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't really give a fuck about who makes dinner and who's not. I enjoy cooking. Like it's therapy yeah. to me, number one. But number two, I am a foodie. Like I genuinely like to cook and like to eat and try different foods and recipes. But to a lot of people, oh, that, well, that's he's not a man. Uh, that's just stupid. That's just, yeah, and and that's but like I, mean, I said, it's, it's, it. yeah, and it's also the fact of like as you grow in times like change, like even like the kid Cuddy thing. I was like, oh, okay, he has a dress on. And I'm not like a kid. I mean, day and night was cool, but you know, I ain't never listened to no kid Cuddy album. Probably never right. will. But then I was talking to my fiance today. She was like, I was like, he had a dress on. And I wasn't even talking. She was like, well, he was he did his old to Kurt Cobain and you know, it was like whenever his last performance, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, okay, I see it, but whatever. It's not even the fact that it turned me off from having a dress on. It's like, I don't like his music. So I wouldn't even stop to listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
But it's just I mean, interesting but, I mean, how it's the people use masculinity. Yeah, like I mean, you've had young thug do the same thing. You've had young thug like paint his fingernails. Hell, Von Miller had his fingernails painted the other day. Dwayne Wade had his fingernails painted. Yeah. Like, and people try to, oh, well, this is that, this, that, and the third, or whatever. What what somebody does doesn't make them more or less of a man or more or less of a woman. And I, like, th- these are just like small, really ridiculous, trivial things. Now, just because it may not be for me doesn't mean it's for it, it doesn't mean that it, it's not for Dwayne Wade yeah. I mean look at how many look at how many go back to the daggone 70s and 80s look how many daggone people and rockers and shit wore like freaking mascara and and shit on their fingers yeah. and, you know yeah. fingernails and all the type of stuff and they was laying two and three bras down a damn night well, that nigga might yes, think a nigga might shoot you. Don't get it. Exactly. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Exactly. I mean, it's well, I mean a, like I think to, to your point, like like you said earlier, like we we we're saying the same thing, you know, and 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 really feel it and believe in it, but it's just one of them things. It's like, man, come on, society. Like, what are y'all doing out here? You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 seriously, what are we doing out here? Where every little thing is like, oh well, this isn't masculine or this isn't that. This isn't. The, who who's who are you to define somebody else's masculinity? Yeah, it's like because I know. guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you run up on the wrong actual gay man and you run up on the wrong one, I guarantee you, he probably hands and your feet, ass. hands and feet will be put on. He will whoop your. Uh, we ass. had to do. We ain't got nothing. Ain't got nothing to do with sexuality. No, <laughs> we had to do it in high school, man. He was gay. He's cool. Oh man, he you know he knocked this nigga out. Nigga never came back to school. <laughs> I mean, he literally, you know, in a, in a hammer, he'll tell you, knock the dude out. Dude never came back to school. I just, you know, I was just like, yo, man, it, like, why you fight? Why you fighting to do? You know what I'm saying? You got correct. beat up. You couldn't even be a man. You, you know, you was that embarrassed that you started, son. He beat you up. Now you couldn't, you, you decided not to come back. Right. So, right. like I said, man, folks, is this masculinity, man, is a, it's a good time. And I, I applaud you, man, because at first I've seen, I was like, oh, I don't want to go get all whole teppish, but I like the way we kind of, we talked around, and I didn't really got to the whole teppish thing, because yeah. I, I get enough of that from my uncles and all that crazy shit. It was like, oh, dude. It oh, man, you get, you get into the, you get into the whole tap thing, boy. That's, that's, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother game. And, you know I, don't, I, mean? and I don't want to, and I don't want to get into that. Or yeah, even man. like, who was, who were they mad at the other day? Like, little Nas X. I'm oh, not gonna yeah. listen to that damn song. I'm not. I'm not gonna buy no Nikes and no devil stuff on there. I'm not doing that. But you like know. for me, like to, to me, I'm like, who hasn't look that what Lil Nas X was doing, or what Lil Nas X done, or whatever. To me, Bowtie Fresh, that ain't nothing different than than what damn uh uh uh. What is his name? Uh, Marilyn Manson done yeah. when you and I were in high school. Oh yeah. It ain't, I mean, if you want to keep it all the way funky, it ain't nothing. Look at three six mafia, yeah. and them niggas was chanting and and quoting and saying all kinds of reckless shit. So we gonna say, oh, well, there's that. Well, the difference these, is three six mafia can't. stuff was dope. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, I'm, but but what I'm saying, I, is I know like, what you're saying. I'm messing yeah, with you. Everybody, yeah, yeah. Everybody was doing. Lady Lady Gaga does random outlandish shit. This bitch wore a, she wore a whole meat dress. Yeah, a whole fucking meat dress. I bet you she wasn't seasoned. <laughs> probably was not <laughs> but I'm just saying like what Lil Nas X has done is no different than what many of these other art- other artists have done in just various ways so to me I didn't think two shits about it like I, I didn't like I, I'm just like okay he he 
he twerked on a de- on a on a, a devil uh, representation or whatever. Oh, okay. I'm more like he, talking, I'm more talking some, about the got, shoes. He got some, he got some, but see, for me, it was the same thing. I'm like, oh, he got some Air Maxes, and oh, they put a drop of blood in the bubble. Oh, okay. I wasn't gonna get them. Hey, nah. Whether the, whether whether the, whether they, whether they had six, three sixes on them, whether they had blood in them or whatever, I just didn't like the shoe. Yeah. So to I'm like I don't really give a damn what he does or what he's doing. Like that that's on that man. <laughs> so I'm like people are getting all up in arms and like ah oh, he's doing this and he's terrible for our kids and he's this and how could he he ain't doing shit that he's not doing anything new under the sun. These people have been doing random crap all the t- in the entertainment industry. But it's also talking about his sex. It was just weird. Like even like like you know, and we can kind of wrap this up because I don't want to get all like weird with it. But it was just like, dude, it ain't that damn deep. I don't like. I am more like I don't care if it don't affect me. I will keep on pushing. That's exactly where I was. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what him being gay has to do with him twerking on a devil, which has to do with some like. It, it made no sense to me. Him doing that was no different than Ray J fucking Kim Kardashian thirty-seven years ago on a video. Like it, it's the same damn. Uh, oh, hold on, we're gonna put some respect <laughs> on the legend's name. <laughs> that nigga, she took it out the road, my nigga. You need, he gonna put some respect on the legend's name now. You done went too far. I let you, I let you cook, <laughs> but that shit is overcooked. <laughs> and no, thank you. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you gonna put some respect on his name though. <laughs> Any nigga. I Ray Jizzle, hey, a man with one wish. What wish? Hey, what man, wish? Well, hey, you know, <laughs> nigga, let's not talk about the greatness of Ray J. One wish was to, you know, I want to have played in my dad on uh, at my dad on reception or wedding. Uh, wait a minute, uh, the nigga, the Scooty bike, them glasses, calling uh, calling Charlemagne, talking about the booty goons was after Fab. He socked oh, that man. nigga. Let's, the <laughs> hey, let's not talk about the greatness of Ray J out here. <laughs> <laughs> and the nigga called a guy Uncle Frank caught up, you know what I'm saying? When he found out that Uncle Frank was his daddy. I forgot about <laughs> Uncle Frank Uncle Frank incident. Yeesh. Yeah, man. So yeah, man. But yeah, man. So let me ask you this, man. So you transition as we getting ready to close soon. Hey man, did you watch? I know you watched the verses in Isaac Brothers. You and I we were texting about it, man. Oh, yes, sir. And it wasn't to me, I didn't judge who I thought who'd you think was gonna if they if you were really judging before I started, who you think would have won? Um I don't know. I mean, I guess if I was going to judge before it started or anything like that, yeah, I, was before it started. Who, I would probably say Earth, Wind and Fire just Ouch. because like they, for me, like I, it was just more like some of their stuff resonated more. Now, again, I have, a, I love the goddamn Isley Brothers and there's a lot of their music that resonated to, for, for me as well, but I don't know. Like for me, it was, I, if I was going to be like, pick one before anything happens off, I would have just been like, okay, Earth, Wind and Fire. I would have put the opposite. I like Earth, Wind, and Fire. I had the best hits. You know, I, I worked with a lot of older cats, man, growing up. So I listen. I was forced to listen to TLC. You know, it wasn't a bad thing, but, you know, I know <laughs> the songs. But if it came down to Izzy Brothers, man, just, hey, man, I'm, you know, they, you know, they come down taking taking something, taking a young lady down or whatever. <laughs> you know, I got I got to, I got to go with Izzy Brothers, man, because like even Jermaine Dupree said, if they, were, if they were scoring that second 10, they blew Earth, Wind, and Fire's doors off. <laughs> Not, not, not pulling the draws to the side. Hey, you know, sometimes you got to, man. Or, or shout out to Lex, having a straight to dress Lex, now, keeping, keeping, keeping a pleat in it and not even bringing them down, going right to the zipper. That nigga, that nigga put on a muscle shirt, nigga, some small damn glasses and go crazy. 
<laughs> Nigga said, she's draining man. me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that uh, man hammer. That's a wild boy, man. But yeah, it was man. dope, man. So what I was gonna say, so what 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 was some of your like highlight moments from the verses? Um, it was kind of tame at first, dog. But when Ron Isley stood up and took the glasses down, hey, man, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was it. And Ernie having the damn er, Ernie having the guitar, oh, you know what I'm right. saying? People like, need to put more respect on Ernie. Oh, he's one of the greatest, greatest guitar players ever. But you, uh, but people, people try to, people try to slide him, bro. Like you never hear. I wish Verdine would have brought the bass. I wish Verdine would have brought the damn bass too. Yes. Yeah. You know, and his perm looked luscious as usual. Oh, <laughs> you know what oh, I'm saying? Hey, Verdine is not going to show up to something like that without the perm being on point. Yeah, man. You know, it was just, it was just dope to hear them songs. I was just singing the songs, you know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah, man. Like, well, let me ask you this. What's your, like, what's the one? I, I say Earth, Wind, and Fire. What's the first song that comes to your mind? Celebration. All right. For me, because I've been humming this the other day, it was uh, I Write a Song for You. Man, Philip Bailey goes crazy on that. Oh, agree. Yeah. Agree. You say you say Isley Brothers first first song to come to me is Groove with you. Yeah, that's my shit, that's my shit right there. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That, and a lot of people will be like between the sheets, and you know, nah, Groove Groove with you is my yeah. joint. I mean, one of, one of the one of my favorite songs is not even like this. I got work to do because because uh, Ryan was talking to Ryan was talking to him was getting on his damn nerves. <laughs> I got a job, baby. <laughs> oh, hey, he was, Ryan was letting you know, and them niggas back in the day, they was telling the story how their lives was going. They would sneak yeah, this in and everything else like that. Hey, man, but also when I was like watching them, did you catch this? Like, did you see like the genius they were popping up giving like little random facts? Doing oh, yeah. on the Instagram feed, yeah. So they said, it. like, uh, what's that damn Icy Brother song, dude? She, uh, for one of them said it was like a diss song towards Barry Gordy after they left Motown. Oh, damn. It's, and it was like, <laughs> I think it's just your thing, yeah. Yeah, I, know that I, yeah, I wouldn't have until they said it on there. It's something like, I guess Barry Gordy, somebody should, you know, sounds like, oh, okay. Damn, Ron! Hell no! <laughs> hey, not not Ernie holding him up while <laughs> while Ron hits him in the in the, in the damn bread bag. Hell, it was about twenty. It was about twenty of them, man. Before it's uh oh, yeah. being in, in the in their heyday. But yeah, man, I, it was just dope, him. man. What was you? What did you think about Steve Harvey, man? Because people were killing Steve Harvey. Oh man, I think Steve Harvey was just so damn excited. He was a fan. <laughs> like, he was a fan. He was a fan, nigga. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was literally a fanboy that uh, during that whole thing. Now. What was a lot of the stuff he was saying, like annoying, like, God damn, will you stop talking so we can have the music? Yes. I felt like that a few times. However, I also felt like it brought, it, it made, you know, Earth and the Fire and, and Isley Brothers start to talk a little bit more. Yeah, because so they, you know, they, they weren't the most talkative people. Exactly. You know, Ron so, is like the coolest nigga in the world. He ain't got too much to say. He didn't yeah. say too much when he's Mr. Big. Yeah. And so, so that's for me, like, like, I understand, like, it was him and it got them talking and got them going or whatever. So, I mean, like, it was, it was okay. I wasn't, like, trying to shit on Steve Harvey and all that. I will say that, that he had that damn ill-ass hat on. Nigga. That, yeah. that, was like a, that was like a 62-gallon hat. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Like, so the, the, the hat and then when he, they were like, we're going to take an intermission real quick. And, and he said, yeah, we all need to go to the bathroom probably. We've been sitting too long. I yeah. said, oh, damn, not the enlarged prostate, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, nigga. <laughs> be me too. I'm like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> it used to be able to, man, I can go take a trip, nigga. <laughs> I'm all thousands across Chicago. I was like, man, I don't get out to them highways. So I can go take a piss. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, it was it was dope, man. I I, oh, I enjoyed yeah, it. Was, it was it was it was long. Like I ain't got another four hours, you know, in me for oh, that. Oh yeah, it was super. Oh, I'm, I'm not I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, I fell asleep and woke back up at least one time. Yeah, I was like, all right, but you know, it was just dope, man. Because yeah, I put myself, if I, I mean, think about it. Like, I don't, I assume your favorite group is Outcast. Outcast, my favorite group. Yeah, Can you imagine, like, you get a versus with Outcast and whomever, right? Yeah. Let's just say it's just Outcast doing something. They said, "Come on, rap a bar or Outcast song." Nigga, mm-hmm. I'm fanning out. Oh, I, I am in pure fan mode. I'm going down, but what y'all think? <laughs> Nigga, I'm coming dressed as Andre 3000 and Bottles of a Bag that with the damn furry pants on yeah. nigga, and, the, and the damn shoulder, the football shoulder pass. Nigga, I'm, I'm going all the way. I'm hey, dealing. man, if I get a chance to meet Outcast, I'm doing like, what's the damn movie Kid and Play uh, when they was in the damn school? And oh, they class act? Yeah, remember, he was like, you heard the nerd? He was just like, that's going to be me. <laughs> that is going to be me, nigga, as Big Boy comes through. <laughs> Hey, that that will be me. <laughs> that I will straight be on fanboy mode. So yeah, man. I I, I you know, but it was Ain't dope. No doubt about it, man. So who I I saw that they had posted a little thing, man. Do we know who the next verses is coming up? Red Man and Method Man. That's next week, next Sunday. Oh, well, next the twentieth. Nice. Yes, yeah, the twentieth. That now that's gonna be dope right there. Yeah, that's gonna be that's super dope. That's gonna be hella dope right there. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, the next is that, and then SWV and Escape. Is to think the it's Mother's Day weekend. Oh shit! I don't know. I think SWV might get them up out of here. It might be a long night. I don't know because I think Candy wrote a lot of songs for other people. If you want to talk about like what we didn't did, oh, oh, well, I was gonna say, are we are we just doing escape songs I, or just like a catalog of stuff that people? Yeah, because Candy didn't wrote all kinds of stuff. Her and her and Tiny didn't wrote a lot of songs. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. So this is a little ditty we wrote for Destiny's Child right here. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, is it? Are we doing that? Or I don't know, but but the thing is, I put it like this: if they get to singing, they're gonna blow SWV's doors off. There's only oh, yeah. one girl in that, so if you can sing. Oh well, when, if, if when Natasha from from uh, uh, Escape starts to sing, it's over. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's all over. of Escape can sing. You know what I'm saying? SWV, that's Coco. You gonna have to, you gonna play kick off your drawers and relax your body. Oh, party on down. Hey, you know what I'm saying? If they get this, if SW, if it's Escape starts singing acapella. Acapella, it's a long night for SWV. Yeah, it's gonna be a long night. Long night, <laughs> long night. So it's, it's anyway, if it comes to pure, I like SWV's highs better, but if it come down to performing, who would I rather see perform? Escape, because they can sing better. You know, I, I love Coco. But, what, know, what, so. Now, what if SWV break out some of them uh, uh, bad boy collabs? Yeah, I mean, that's, still I mean, they got enough? I'm just saying, if you get, if I got mine, then I can jump the like, hits I wrote for everybody else. Oh, it's kind of, it's kind of a long night. And don't don't let her put in tardy for the party. <laughs> you know, that's the that could be the kicker. Tardy for the party. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll get into it more, man. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think Red Man has a better discography than Method Man. Method Man got all those Wu Tang songs. Yeah, yeah. So you I know, know. I, I was I'm always a bit I mean, I I like both Meth and Red hands down, but I think I was more of a Red Man fan. That's what I'm saying. I think I Red really Man got really Red Man got the way better discography solo because they don't talk about how great Red Man's discography is. Like, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? When he went, what on the you gonna put on time for some action? Yeah. Man, and I got more juice than Tupac. Hey, that's just a long night. 
Yeah, yeah. So, I'm definitely gonna be watching it, man. 420, man. Whoever folks who get down on in the celebrate 420, do y'all thing. All right, man. One last thing before we finish up, man. So I will preface this, you know, spoiler alert. And for those, you know, we're gonna talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier real quick. I am not the biggest Marvel fan. So for me to watch the show, it has to be really good. I have been thoroughly impressed with this show. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, to your point, you you're not the biggest Marvel fan or, or, or comic book person or whatnot, but you've been thoroughly enjoying the show. What about the show? What are the elements of the show? It's what the about it's it? it's the writing. It's the plot. To me, I think a lot of these superhero movies don't have a plot, but there's like even like the small details and this spoiler alert. Like if you ain't watched it by now, then you just cut it off and come back, right? Even like yeah. even when they went to go see Isaiah, right? It's the small mm-hmm. details in the story. Yeah. And like, you know, uh, uh, Falcon, you know, talking to his sister and being denied at the bank and yeah. all those little things, man. It's just, this the devil, the, the really, this, the story is really good. And I'm going to say it, man, Captain America, I know black people don't, Captain America needed to be a douche to make the, to make the show good. Mm-hmm. I like not, flawed characters because what I, because you get the same Captain America, I'm here for justice and all that other stuff. It's the same. The other Captain America was flawed, but this Captain America is super flawed, which I thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't. I can't call him Cap. I'm calling. I've been calling a nigga USA agent or US agent. Shout out. Shout out to the Ripper for that. I can't yeah. call him Cap, man. His damn chin look like some baboons nuts. So I. I can't. He got, I can't a, he, got a, he got a Ferengi face, but yeah. still, it's just like without he, that. But that well, takes the depth out the show. Oh, I agree. I agree, hundred percent with you. I, I definitely agree. I think the 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 other part that for me that I've really enjoyed uh, because I'm a villain guy like I I really like like the villainous characters I like I've always been a big fan of the villain so I like the fact that you get to see how much of a damn sociopath that that Baron Zemo is oh like, yeah, he's a wild boy dude dude is dude's legit i mean for those of us who who like read comics and all that type of stuff like you you understand you know how ill he is but like I think, like seeing him in this in this fashion, you got a little bit of it in a few of the the MCU movies that have come out. But like now, you really getting to see and understand and see that character development. So like I've enjoyed that part of it, and I've also enjoyed uh, Bucky's uh, like his story and how how he had to come back and overcome some things. And I like how they went back to the Wakandan aspect of things and and how that helped him and how being submersed and, and how they helped him overcome a lot of that type of stuff. But I, I, I those have been the two storylines that I've enjoyed the most um, right through, through the, now I've enjoyed the entire show, period. Point blank cut and drive, enjoyed the entire show. But for me, those, those two kind of angles and two storylines, I feel like one, I've enjoyed, I like them, but two, I feel like these movies are, or these TV shows are supposed to be a part of the MCU. And I feel like those, angles are setting up some stuff that could be coming up in the act in the mcu when the movie starts to drop and that sort of thing and it's darker too like yeah, yeah. Zemo, like you know i was just like yo he got well, like what is he putting the mad they they drop easter eggs in but it's also mm-hmm. this is, the writing's really good yeah some of the other stuff i was like oh this shit like if, to me if i watch the movies like my fiance she loves marvel she was yeah. watching like age of ultron I was like, oh, this, this meal this shit is trash you know what just, are you serious Yes, Asia Ultron is dope as hell. No, and the nigga, <laughs> in, the, in the in the nigga vision, I've been wanting that nigga to die in every movie. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, he got a lot of holes in him, man. And when I saw in, in, in the this not this week's episode, but last week's episode, when uh, when Bucky saw the little the 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 Wakandan like uh, um, like little telemetry balls or whatnot, whatever they're freaking called, I remember I immediately went back. I said, "Yo." That's those those are what uh, T'Challa had when he was in Wakanda when he was like at the very opening scene when he was like throwing them out I'm like those are the same things, and then when they said something about him uh, being in Wakanda or something like that in the beginning of the episode I'm like yo we're about to get something we're about to get some something's about to happen either with vibranium or have relevance to Wakanda or whatnot and then lo and behold the goddamn Dora Milaje and I'm gonna say this right now if you don't know. You best not fuck with the door Mila J. That's all I'm gonna say. I period. I didn't know their I didn't know their names. I just thought they were sisters from uh, from Black Panther. I didn't know they didn't know their names. But yeah, it's been a really dope. It's it's been a really dope show. Uh, Am I gonna watch Wandavision? No, but you know, depends on brother. If if for for real now, Wandavision. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, that real slow. I ain't. I'm. I'm, It's gonna lose me. I. You know me. If y'all don't catch me. So I don't you, watch need, it. you need to start. You need to start at episode four. Then you're gonna miss some stuff. But once you get to episode four, five, and six of Wandavision, again, those those episodes are really going to align with the phase four of the MCU. So I really see how those episodes tied into what could be coming because it's lining some stuff up for future villains. It's lining some stuff up. For different alliances, it's lining some stuff up for some X Men type stuff. So, like, I see what they're doing. I, I would highly recommend if you, for you, just to at least watch episodes four, five, and six of Wide Division. Just watch those so that you can kind of see some glimpses and catch some stuff that's coming up. Maybe I ain't gonna promise you. I mean, you know, you know. I, now, if I say I'm gonna do it, I'll do it. But I ain't say like Game of Thrones. I watched. I I caught back. I took a lot of time to watch that. I took a whole like I did the whole season in like eight weeks. Wandavision, about, yeah, probably. I'm about not. to watch. I'm about to rewatch Game of Thrones myself. Yeah, I am now. That I'm ready for the next realm of whatever they're gonna do. Yeah, but yeah, man. But I am. But I have. I've been thoroughly enjoying Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I thought about being a jerk since I, since I'm usually up later than all of y'all, and start like watching that mug and like giving y'all like Easter eggs. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga, I, my hey, nigga, like you know, if my life, if I'm mad, everybody gonna suck. <laughs> This guy, y'all, y'all was talking about it in the group chat. I'm like, no, 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 what, no, what, what, no, y'all. I'm the only one that ain't seen it. And what, no, y'all. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. I thought it was you. No, I said, I said, I watched it. I didn't uh, say anything. Must have been a damn hammer in the ripper. Yeah, I just said I watched it. I didn't say anything. I don't say anything. Fashion. I don't say anything. I just say y'all. because I've already watched it before now. Yeah, man. Y'all can't be giving it. Can't be giving shit out. Shit. <laughs> well man let's get I am, I am excited about that Loki coming out Loki yeah no out. I'll probably watch that I'll yeah, watch I think that. I think that's gonna be dope too I, I like to just from the trailer some of the some of the cinematography and the, the the animation and stuff that they had like that that looked dope so I'm excited about that coming through I am also excited about that damn Mortal Kombat movie man it looks like it's gonna be done right hey, this time man, I'm good I had to, I'll let take out I'll take out word for it. They didn't, they didn't burn me twice. Man, hey, it looks it looked like it could be dope though, but all right, man. But well, go ahead and give us the moment, brother, because I gotta gotta I gotta get ready to hop up and chop it up. 
We're going to uh, go ahead and hit y'all with the bow time moment this week. <clears throat> and it goes like this. Just because the past didn't turn out the way you wanted it to doesn't mean your future can't be better than you ever imagined. So that's the bow time moment of the day. And just pretty much want y'all to understand and know, just don't give up. Keep doing you. Keep living every day like it should last and make the best of every situation you can. That sounds like something Derek. That sounds that sound, that sound like some Derek Jackson text to the side holes. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Max Supreme. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, we appreciate it. I said let me be your tomorrow. Cause that, oh, cause damn. That, that, that worthless nigga you got ain't your t- <laughs> man, Oh damn. He ain't your present. Let him be your past. I can be your present in your future. <laughs> let him be your past. I'm gonna be your future. Damn. <laughs> well, sure. We appreciate the love, man. We're gonna come back hopefully next week, man. Chop this bad boy up and uh we'll holler at y'all next week. Holler at y'all. Peace. <laughs>